welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What is going on? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Well, it's morning here, at least, when I'm recording this. Uh, Hope you guys are doing good. What up? Hey, so Matt here, Service Industry Podcast, and today we're talking a little bit about debt and financial debt and why it's bad and why uh, you need to do your best to stay out of it to, in return, scale your business. Um, I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, but not a lot. Uh, one day, I really do hope, like I have a passion for, um, I don't want to say for finance, uh, but I have a passion for helping people become uh, more financially stable. Um, there has been points in my life where I was very unfinancially stable. And uh, the one thing I can say that got me through those, you know, without getting beat up too bad, was that we were debt free, like on a personal level and a business level. Um, and so the stress of payments and all of that didn't really occur in my life. And that was a huge blessing. And I'll go into that in a little bit. Uh, Before we dive in, if you are a new listener, welcome to the show. Uh, This show is for home service business owners, and we are here to help you grow and scale a more systemized home service company. That way you can make more money and have more freedom of your time. Um, This is not a hokey you know, show where we just don't talk about anything useful. Uh, I try to only hop on here when I have useful things to talk about. So hopefully you guys that are listening uh, feel like you're getting value out of this. I know we hear from people all the time and, and they love the show. So that's why we keep doing it. Uh, we do not get paid a dime to do this. We don't run ads. Uh, we just literally do it to give back. And so you know, thank you guys who listen and thank you guys who implement stuff that we teach on here. Um, you know, that's honestly like the biggest reward for me is, is when you go, when you email me and you're like, Hey, like I put this into practice and you're right. It works. Right. That's why we do it. Like that is, it makes it all worth it when I hear stories like that. So be an implementer of the stuff you're listening to on here. Okay, guys, if you are a return guest, you guys know the pitch. Uh, please leave us a review, especially on iTunes, trying to get to a hundred reviews so we can reach and help more people. Um, that's it, man. We don't expect anything from you guys. We just want to help you succeed. I I have and had a lot of people in my life early on and still do. And, uh, those people helped me tremendously and, and they're a huge reason why I'm at where I'm at today. So hopefully we can be that to you guys. Uh, even if you've been in business for 20 years, hopefully you can learn something new on here and uh, be blessed. So financial debt. Uh, this is funny. So I'm gonna tell you guys a little story. Uh, yesterday, actually, um, one of our customers, he, well, he's a, he's a client of ours, but also kind of a family friend. Uh, he's an attorney in Detroit and one of the bigger ones in Michigan. Um, the dude's just an absolute killer. Uh, he's put away some really big people. He makes a lot of money and we are extremely blessed to have him as a friend uh, because he, he does all of our legal stuff as far as, uh, for instance, right now we're working on a deal or uh, 
a case rather um, a past employee broke a non-compete and so he's dealing with that so we don't have to um, so a cool dude to have on our team uh, but we did his house yesterday we cleaned his windows and his gutters and he texted me the night before said hey Matt uh, are you coming out are you guys you gonna come out with a crew or just sending them I was like well I was just planning on sending them he's like well if you got free time come on out and let's chat about cars and he knows I love cars so <clears throat> I said, okay. Um, so I drive down there. He's not that close to us. It's like a 40 minute drive, but you guys keep in mind, and this isn't, this is going to kind of wrap around to make sense, but for what I'm talking about later, uh, you guys have heard me say you want to be around people doing bigger things than you. It is worth it for me to drive 40 minutes or an hour to somebody's house to hang out with them for an hour to get around people that are doing big things. When I say big things, I mean, He's making $750 an hour on a personal level, okay? Every single hour of every single day. The dude is absolutely loaded. And so, of course, I'm going to go down there and spend time with him because who knows what I'll learn. And just being around people like that will force you to level up. So I go down there and um, I knew he had sold, he had a Porsche. It was an older Porsche, uh, 911. Um, which I'm a big Porsche 911 guy. I freaking love those cars. And uh, he had bought a Lamborghini, um, 2017 Huracan, uh, $310,000. Just insane, right? And so I wanted to see that car, obviously. So I go down there and and we're at his house and I go in his garage and and there sits the Lamborghini and, and the Porsches uh, at his buddy's shop because he doesn't have enough room for it at his house. He's going to be selling it. And... He's like, let's let's hop in the car and go check out the Porsche. He's like, I'm going to be selling it. I, you know, I I know that you've loved this car for a long time. I know that you've asked me in the past if I was ever going to sell it. And so let's go check it out. Let's you know, let's see if we can figure something out. I'm like, well, all right. So he pulls his Lamborghini out of the garage, and I'm going to be honest with you guys. Uh, I have never ridden in a Lamborghini. Okay, and to the point where. I didn't know how to open the door. And so I'm kind of standing outside of the car and he opens, he gets out of the driver's seat. You know, he pulls it out of the garage. He's, he parked it in the driveway, gets out of the driver's seat. And I, I think he's coming to open the door for me. And he says, all right, let's go. You can drive. I'm like this, this car, I can drive this car. He's like, yeah. All right. So, you know, of course I know it's 300 grand and, but I'm not going to not drive a Lamborghini because you don't get to do that very often, right? And so I hop in the driver's seat. It's like an airplane cockpit. Car's bad to the bone. And we cruise it over through town and and go check out the Porsche. <laughs> and uh, long story short, uh, I get to drive it back home and car's just stupid fast and everybody's staring at you. You get out and like you're almost causing accidents, especially here in Michigan. I know if you're in California, maybe certain parts of Florida, uh, those types of cars are a lot more common. But here in Michigan, you're lucky to see a couple of those a summer, right? And so you, you park at the gas station or you get out in the parking lot and people are driving by and, and sticking their head out the window. They want to see who's driving it. And I'm like, dude, this is insane how much attention this car gets. But it was awesome because I left there and when I was young, man, I had this real huge passion for cars and I still do, but I've kind of lost it a little bit. I was actually talking to my wife about this not too long ago. Um, and the reason I lost it is because I haven't been around it and I left there and I'm like, like it refueled my passion a little bit. I'm like, oh gosh, dude, like that was freaking amazing. Right. And I'm not a huge, like 
like materialistic guy, but I love cars. And so it was a cool experience. And I left there and I got to touch one of my dreams. You guys have heard me say it, go touch your dreams as often as possible. And I got to touch one of my dreams and I got to pick his brain while we're driving and I'm driving a Lamborghini and I'm picking this guy's brain and and he's talking to me about just how hard he's worked and, and all this the stuff that we already know. And you're like, gosh, man, it's just freaking possible. You know what I mean? And so it fired me up and got me thinking today, like what was it that helped me kind of really get my business off the ground quickly and making money to the point where I could actually start to thrive rather than just survive. And there's just no doubt about it. It was that I was debt free on a personal and a business level. Now, not everybody's going to agree with me. Not everyone thinks debt is bad. Uh, I do not think all debt is bad. Um, I think certain business debt is okay. Uh, But it depends on what stage of business you're in. And so I always explain it like this. People are like, okay, Matt, well, like, why is being debt-free that important? Like, like, give me an example. Well, I'll give you an example like the guy that I just talked about. Like the Porsche he had in his selling that hopefully maybe I'll buy one day uh, is a 2002. And so it's an older car. And guys, he's making $750 an hour, okay, driving a 2002 Porsche 911. Now, this Porsche, is, it's sweet, right? Like it's a sweet car, but it's not a Lamborghini. Now, keep in mind, the guy has all of his stuff paid for. So he's just putting money in the bank, putting money in the bank and and being disciplined. He probably could have bought that Lamborghini five or 10 years ago, but he's being disciplined for whatever his goals are. I, I can't speak for him on that, right? Or whatever his business goals are. I can't speak for him on that, but I know they're scaling like crazy. They just opened an office in uh, LA, right? And so being debt-free was a huge portion of that uh, and able to grow. For me, it was a much, uh, I'll call it a more pathetic story, but my wife and I, when we got married, I was, what was I, 23 or 24? Uh, I'm 29 now. We lived in this rental house and guys, it was bad, bad, bad. It wasn't, it wasn't in a bad part of town. It's actually in the same town I live in now, but the house itself was horrible. Probably one of the worst in town and we paid 850 bucks a month. Okay. But I had no debt. Madison's car was paid for. It was a beater Ford Focus. I drove a work truck that was paid for. Okay. We had zero debt, no credit cards. Uh, We were on an envelope budget. What that meant is I literally had envelopes magnet to the fridge and they had utilities on one, uh, rent on another, water bill on another, right? And, And what I would do is I would pay myself and I would go put that cash in an envelope. Boom. Okay. Well, this week's pay paid paid for rent. This week's pay paid for the water bill and the utilities. And then at the end of the month, when all those were due, I'd take those envelopes, I'd go put them in the bank and I'd pay all my bills and they'd be gone. Right. And that was our system. And so a lot of you guys are like, well, why did you have to do that? This is why, because I was in the mindset that I wanted to scale my business. And I knew the only way to scale my business fast was to market the crap out of it. And marketing costs money. And so what we did is we paid ourselves very little. And the only reason we were able to do that was because we had no debt. We didn't have any unnecessary payments. And so we were able to put all that money that would have went to debt payments back into the business. And then we were able to spend that on marketing to scale. 
right? And so I was able to pay myself pennies every single week because my bills just weren't that crazy. Now, trust me, the house we lived in, it was like a 900 square foot house that was built like in the 20s, had the kitchen hadn't ever been redone. Uh, there was spiders and like and bugs and crap in that house. Like it was infested. I'm pretty sure we had to get it sprayed and it still wasn't great. So literally wake up with spider bites on your arms. Like it sucked, man. Like there was days I would wake up and be like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, like I'm failing as a husband, I'm failing financially, but I just kept going. And because I didn't get caught up in, oh, I need a new truck or, oh, I need this new toy or, oh, I want a jet ski or whatever it is. I didn't get caught up in that crap. I stayed focused and I stayed true to the plan. And I knew all along that it would pay off if I could just stay true to the plan. Now, there was times I screwed up and maybe I spent more money on something than I needed to or or whatever the case was, but never was I taking out loans, never was I buying big things I, I couldn't afford, right? And that is why we were able to scale. And so this is why I preach the debt-free message so much. And the people that are typically bashing this message right here are one of two people. First, they're people in debt and they're just they're jealous or they know they've screwed up and they don't want to admit it. The more common person that bashes this message is an investor type person that is light years ahead of where you are. Keep in mind, I just, I said earlier that not all debt is bad, but if you're just getting started in your business, stay out of debt for two reasons. One that I just said, so you can reinvest more money into marketing so you can scale. But two, let's just be honest, guys. Most businesses fail, okay? And the reality is, is if you're in tons of debt because you bought a new truck, because I need a new truck for my business. No, you don't, okay? Or I need this trailer. No, you can get away with a cheaper one, right? What happens if your business fails? Those payments do not go away. And so it's a little bit of a safety measure as well. So not only do you need it to scale, but you also need it to be kind of safe so you don't screw yourself and really kill yourself because here's the deal. At the end of the day, if you can't make payments, what happens? Your credit score is shot and now you're screwed for a long time. I have an amazing credit score, almost, literally almost 800. Okay. And that is with me staying out of debt throughout the first literally four years of my business. Now we have personally bought equipment for the company and made payments on it even though we had all the cash to pay cash for it, that way it could build my credit. That's how our that's how my credit score has gotten good. Is stuff like that like, "Oh, we need a mower for fall cleanups." Okay, well, it's 14 grand. Well, we could pay cash for it, but let's put it, you know, let's put it on a payment plan. We'll pay it off in 2 years. And we do that and it builds my credit. That's, you know, business debt. That's not on a personal standpoint. What I'm talking about is staying out of debt on a personal level. And then, here's the ticket. If you can do that, then you have to force yourself to pay yourself less. <laughs> Sounds fun, doesn't it? It's just not. I'm just being honest with you guys. Like nobody's talking about this. Like it just sucks until you get to a point where you don't have to live that crazy anymore. Okay. So not only do you have to force yourself to basically not have a ton of fun in life because 
well, you can't buy the nice car. You can't have the nice boat. But then you also have to force yourself to not pay yourself hardly anything because that money goes back into the business. But guess what? When you start to see it work, and after year one and year two of doing this, you're like, wow, like we're getting momentum. It makes it all worth it. And honestly, it makes it way easier. It's almost addicting at that point. Like we gave ourselves a raise for my home service business this year, me and my business partner. And that was the first time we gave ourselves a raise in two years. We could have easily given ourselves a raise every single year, but it's like, it's an addiction to watch the business scale so fast. And I'm like, I don't really need the money. Let's put it back into the business. And that's the mindset you got to get in. So guys, stay debt free. If you're like, well, Matt, I'm already in debt. Like I already have a truck payment and all this kind of stuff. What do I do? Well, work out the numbers. Can you sell it? If so, is it worth what you owe on it? Sell it and buy something for cash, right? Get in that mindset. If you're at our office right now and you walked in and you walked to the back where all of our trucks are parked and all of our equipment is, every single thing back there is paid off. My business partner literally last week goes, gosh, man, like, I don't know how some of these guys do it. I don't know how some of these lawn care guys in our market, they have four trucks and they're all brand new F-250s that are 50 grand a piece and they've got brand new enclosed trailers on the back and each mower in there is brand new. They must be in debt up to their eyeballs. He's like, gosh, it feels good to not have a payment. Doesn't it? Like, cool, those guys might be doing $500,000 a year, right? But they also are two hundred grand in debt and equipment. A company like ours, where we're crushing it, and we have zero debt, oh my gosh, dude, we can do anything we want. We can open up new divisions. We can pay ourselves more. We can pay our staff more, right? I mean, we just have so much more freedom. And so I just wanted to kind of bring that message today. And and it's just my belief. You know, some people uh, don't think like that. And some people have other arguments for that. Um, and that might work for them. But I'm just saying what has worked for me. That's all I can speak on. I will only ever teach what I know. And being debt-free so I can invest more money back into the business rather than spending that money on payments, it just worked for us. And it continues to work for us. A lot of that money that we would be making on payments for brand new trucks or equipment goes back into our marketing and helps us scale every single year. So take that for what it is. I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing, amazing, amazing week. Go touch your dreams. Write them down. What do you want to accomplish? Where do you want to be in 5, 10, 15 years? Go touch those dreams and keep yourself motivated. I'm telling you guys, yesterday fired me up being able to go and drive a Lamborghini around town. Amazing. What a dream for me. Like, like owning a car like that is such a dream. Like it almost makes me not want to write it down because I felt like it wasn't possible. But when I went and did that yesterday, now it feels like it's not only possible, but it's like legitly doable. Like, like I can do that. You know what I mean? And so I want you guys to go and put that into practice because I guarantee you it's going to fire you up. It's going to motivate you to keep pressing forward and it's going to keep you focused. So I love you guys. We'll see you on the next episode. See you later. This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, 
Don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.